0: Look I know that you don't love me but we belong together like Mariah, baby Trust me, like bathing apes with a matching baked tea Or like summertime with a banging AC Me and you could be happier than pigs and shit If you just stop being such a bitch for real It's about time we had this talk Come with me, yo, let's take this walk Dear industry, for ten years I've been into the High pursuit of getting you into me I mean me getting into you Getting in to do what God put me on this earth today do. I mean, I did a couple shows, opened up for whoever, just to get the chance of us to being together. Look, I told you, I know that you don't love me, but I don't really love you either. I'm just saying I need to get with you for a couple years. Frustration, shed a couple tears. Well, all that's over. Heard you did the same thing to Hover. Had his ass in the streets so you finally let him rap to your beats. But all that's irrelevant. You made him president. He'll probably want to sign me after this. Of course, it's evident. Then I can finally have my way with you Pass you off to rule Let him slay you too Come on now You know that that's my man Business partner, best friend Manager and Jimmy Joshua That's the fam We in this together Like rapping, saran Like gap in khaki pants Damn industry, you mean so much, why we have to touch, I'm so tempted I meant it, when I told you, you prevented, a whole damn lot of opportunities, why are you screwing me, basically bitch, you done ruined me, excuse my french, but the shit's gotten too intense, and it don't make sense, I mean I could have been a doctor, a lawyer, but since middle school, I've adored ya, tried a long time to ignore ya, but I just couldn't, tried to move on, my heart just wouldn't, heard you fucking with little brother now, I ain't jealous, they got some hot shit plus i really like them fellas and they deserve you but i think i've earned you too and i don't mind no sloppy seconds from Pooh. yo tay yo you don't mind right industry's the love of my life and yo i'm trying to get with her tonight so now i pour my heart out and tell you that i'm fond of you that's why i had to write a song for you dear industry listen here industry baby i just believe it's the right thing to do I mean, me and you have been playing this game for what, like 10 years now? And I'm really ready for us to be together for real.
1: I love those opportunities that we get to have guests and especially good guests. Uh,
2: well, and have we, have we had a bad one?
1: Uh, well, have we? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. No, I don't I
3: think they've all been done yeah. their part.
1: No, that I would agree. I've mean, I no some bad
2: moments, but have we? No me. I've had some bad moments.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's No, it's not. Yeah. Okay.
3: Anyway. Wow.
1: <laughs> and uh we do have a guest today all right uh the author and oh, host of his own podcast as well uh why you can never be a rapper mixtape memoir why you'll <laughs> never be a rapper
3: in a mixtape memoir that's what i just said you paraphrased like hell a of that okay, shit okay okay very, very close <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Like th- that probably would be a different copyright.
2: That's the bootleg copy. What yeah. the Why are you? The one why you bought. You when yeah. you want to buy at the barbershop. You oh, know. You know. I, you know, I, I bought a bootleg copy of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. And, and the number one song edited it, like the circle of those stuff.
1: <laughs> okay, guys, let's get to our game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: yes. No, the African dude that had the pot of hot water yeah. on the ironing board.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Like
1: he is iron man, <laughs> uh, I I'm going to iron for you to do. Lord, Lord, guys, let's get to our guest, okay? Oh, yeah, Josh, my father, yes, you know the one, one that
3: took us all up on the
1: table. <sighs> anyway, 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 <laughs> Josh, what's his name? Lefkowitz, what's up, man?
4: Woo. How you doing, man?
1: Doing good, doing what's up, everybody. <laughs> Good, good. Good. Anyway, our uh, studio owners ain't shit. Anyway. Anyway. What the world? <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, look. You went the route of doing a book, all right? What inspired that? You know, what decided for you to say, "Hey, it's time for me to uh, tell my story of you know trying to get into biz
4: Um. Honestly, so I stopped rapping probably like twelve years ago, and. I don't know why I just decided I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a book. It was kind of out of like desperation just because I felt like if I'm not doing something creative, then what am I doing? The problem is I didn't know how to write a book. Okay. So, I, <laughs> so I wrote one and it was awful. Um, and then I showed it to some people and they said, you know, it's, it's all right. Um, fast forward, like, couple months i wrote another version then another version and then i started having kids and i stopped writing it okay um so for like 10 years off and on i would like pick it up and put it down and then finally after like 10 11 years i kind of got it to where i showed it to a couple of people that are actual authors and they were like yo this is all right so that was kind of like the uh, um incarnation of the written version um and obviously as you're seeing it now there's there's a further story because obviously you're not you're not reading it from a book. Mm-hmm. Um I started uh trying to get it published which basically you have to get a literary agent. So I started shopping it to literary agent agents and it felt um very familiar to uh please listen to my demo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Okay. So um Basically, like, the book industry is dying in the same way that the uh, music industry died pretty much already. There's, like, three labels left. And um, the publishers are like that, too. So they really won't do anything for you in the way of trying to get your book published unless you already are, like, you know, have a million Instagram followers or whatever. So, again, it was kind of the same bullshit that I dealt with as a rapper, and I just wasn't going to do it.
3: Did you think... Did you ever think about self-publishing?
4: I did. So that was kind of like plan D. Mm -hmm. So rather than self-publishing it in a written form and pretending like people are going to give me $10 so I can recoup my money, I said, you know what? I don't want to charge people, but how can I do this in a way that's like cooler and more original and kind of easier to digest? And hence, I came up with, what is now available on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. Super
2: uh, dope. Uh, super yeah. dope. <laughs> yes, nice plug. Nice plug. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Thank you very much. No, so that, that's basically what happened. Honest to God, this is like my version of self-publishing because I just know people don't really spend money for stuff. So I was like, all right, first of all, I'm not going to sell it. Secondly, what will people want to hear? You know what I'm saying? So I recorded the whole thing. I had the idea to put the instrumentals behind it. Hmm. I planned out all the instrumentals ahead of time. You know, they're all actually if you pay attention to what's playing, it actually has to do with mm-hmm. either what I'm talking about, who I'm talking to, the year that, you know, the story is taking place at the time. And um, just had the idea to release it as a weekly podcast because
2: mm-hmm.
4: in this day and age, you know, you put something out, it exists for 48 hours and then it never happens. Right. So I was like, this was way too much work. To uh, let this go, for you know what I
1: mean. Yeah. yeah for, so, for for those who are unfamiliar on you know who you are and yeah yeah, hey like everybody yeah pretty much <laughs> I mean but look 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 let everybody yo let everybody know your humble oh, beginnings man yeah, but let everybody know your humbles humble beginnings what's the you know what 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 is your story about?
4: Um. So basically, born and raised in Durham. Um started rapping when i was about for real when i was about 12 i wrote my first rap when i was eight but that doesn't count so when i was 12 uh which i guess would have been like 89 um i started rapping
1: why does an eight count
4: uh say again
1: why don't why does an eight count
4: eight uh just because i wrote like one rap and that was it but like when i was 12 i was like i want to be a rapper okay so um yeah, I started rap when I was 12, worked my way through the uh, through the local scene, which is basically how I know everybody in that entire room, pretty much. <laughs> uh,
3: and most, a lot of people don't understand this, like, it was rich, like, very, very yeah. rich back in the 90s, the local scene around here.
4: Oh, yeah. I say that in the book, like, even even a reference just to, like, Skaz Daddy's house. I mean, everybody knows Skaz, but, yeah. like, even a reference just to his crib, like, Yo, I mean, if somebody would have walked in there at any given moment, like a like a record label, they would have signed five people. Right. Honest mm-hmm. to God, it was like mm-hmm. a, yeah. uh, it was like a drug dealing thug rapper. And <laughs> right, right. Some muscle bound twins who did back and forth, mm-hmm. and was like. Like yo, there was so much talent in there, and like everything could have been a real thing.
3: But we were so I mean? underrated; like nobody would ever think to come here and look for that.
2: Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. And then, I yeah. think you know, I, I I think that comes for the simple fact that I think they were looking for a certain sound, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a sound because we all sounded different. Because we stuck, we stuck to you know, cat stuck to the code. Nobody's supposed to sound like anybody else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
4: That was- one hundred percent true. Cause we all like because I think honest to God, like because of where the state is physically situated in the country.
2: Middle East. Yeah. We, like,
4: we just got every influence from everywhere. Exactly. We had our own sound. Yeah. It wasn't familiar to anybody. It wasn't like a thing. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of just a mashup of like all these different places. Yep. I would say most heavily influenced by New York sound, obviously, because yeah. that's like the foundation. But, you know, it, it just wasn't a thing yet, so people didn't, you know, labels weren't looking for it because they didn't know it yet. That's brilliant. Yeah,
2: really yeah. they, they still don't know problem. it, man. They still don't know it.
4: <laughs> I know. It's even worse now. Don't even get me started. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like pulling the cord out of the, the little uh, <laughs> the spinning top. Right. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, so that, that, like, again, you know, to, to summarize, you know, I worked my way through the local scene and, you know, put out some singles that did well on radio and college radio and did shows and all of that. And then eventually decided to uh, move to New York with my best friend from college, who also wanted to be in the music industry and more of like a behind the scenes role. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, tried to do our thing up here, just figuring like, all right, at least, you know, in New York, the connections that we would meet would be a little bit closer to where we're trying to end up and you know that's what the story is about so it's really like my journey of like falling in love with hip-hop early trying to get a record deal, trying to be a rapper moving to new york and then kind of what that story taught me what the experience taught me kind of from a life lesson perspective and then there's like you know there's a message when you get to the end just about the whole idea of like kind of making a u-turn in life and being able to step away from the thing that you thought you were going to do and reinvent yourself and kind of like listen to the universe, not to get like all hippie-dippie <laughs> on you. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 Hippie-dippie, um, love it. You know, because mm. cause I, I, I honestly believe that. Like my my thing, and I, I say this in the last chapter, not to spoil it, but I basically just feel like the general rule is if you constantly feel like you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole – it's probably the universe's way of telling you you're doing the wrong thing. Yep.
5: So yeah, absolutely.
4: whether it's or it's God or it's whoever you want to claim, whatever it is, you'll probably find out when you realize just nothing's working. It's right. like, all right, this is not the thing. So that's kind of the, the you know?
2: <laughs> you had a heart attack. You fell out. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
5: Clear. So again Clear
2: clear
4: clear oh i said nothing (laughs) (laughs) now you got
1: to the point yeah yeah but uh, so 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 in essence what you were doing what i mean a little hippy dippy man what you were doing was a little therapeutic
4: you know yeah absolutely well it wound up being early on it was just something that was like I would always every couple of years, people would be like, "But didn't you write a book?" And I'd be like, eh, "I'm gonna finish it one day, you know." Yeah. Um, you're so that, finally, you're, the you're time You're that old writing.
3: dad. You're that old dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah put this on the <laughs> shelf. Take care of family. Yeah. That's right. I'll get back to it.
5: If, if I'm, if, if I'm lunch, in, uh, Sim Swells, Sam. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Sam? What's going on? One thing that I thought was really interesting about your book is when you start when you start the book, you're explaining about how um, you used to record music and holding two boom boxes up. To, I mean, do you right. realize how universal that alone is for everybody who's never met in hip hop? If and us starting out yeah. with us, now you can. If you want to make music, you just go by a computer. That's it. It's just that. Simple. You can do that shit on your phone. I can't make music yeah. on this phone. You do it on your phone. Yeah. They don't. Uh, yeah. It's it's a it's the world a generation is too young to even understand how that's how we all started. That's how we all sat down and started by recording and mimicking what we recorded through Mm. audio tape. Mm. And the world has changed so much. And the way you explain in the book, and I'm glad you did it the way you did it because in the book, you explain everything from a perspective of if you've never known anything about rap music, let me break it down for you specifically mm. step by step. The, this the, is who this guy is. Yeah. This is what we used to do for this. Yeah. We can't we didn't do this back in the day. We didn't have text messages. We didn't have if I wanted to record a song with somebody, I had to get that person in the room with me. Yeah. I couldn't just yeah. put it on a computer yeah. no. and email it right. and and wait for them to re- do it and then send it back. We had to actually have people come get. You had to have messengers come get actual DAT tapes and run them to places yep. to make sure that it was going to sound right. right. They don't understand it. There's a whole world out there that didn't even that doesn't even understand. Yeah, what and that world and further
3: was. back than that. So I watched Ray. I love one of my favorite movies. Jamie Fox absolutely transforms himself into Ray Charles, but just I mean it's generational, right? Yes. yes. Technological advancements. Mm-hmm. Like what they had to do back then to record a song is, n- is what we did in our generation is nothing compared to what they had to
5: do. When 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 pro tools came out <laughs> and yeah. they yeah. could yeah. and they could punch you in. Yeah. So you wouldn't yeah. have to restart your verse. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. It changed the game. Mm-hmm. It changed yeah. the game. You you could be a stuttering rapper. And now you're put in a position where nobody's going to know I stuff.
3: There's mm-hmm. a moment in Ray where they highlight the fact that 8-track came out. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they could record all the different parts and spice them and put them together. Yeah.
5: yeah. What? Oh yeah. So, that's the only thing we did yeah. before was 4-tracks. That was it. Yeah. You take that 4-track, you can bounce it to 8. Well, mm-hmm. of freak it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the evolution. Yeah, okay. your, your your story is the evolution of not only yourself, but it's the evolution of the industry. It's the evolution of hip hop music. Okay. It's it's an, it shows growth. It shows expansion. And it's it's a it's it's out. Like I said, it's not just your story. It's all of ours. Right. Yeah. And and that was one. Yeah.
1: Of the, that was one of the main things that I felt when I when I listened to it, because uh, I mean, you really you took me back and i so nostalgic man not but not really that it it, it was well, i don't rap so yeah. it was nostalgic but but it was you know it was uh-huh. shared, it was shared experiences yep. you know when you okay. you know dude when you talked about WKNC okay mm-hmm. and you know and then you know i the minute you said that i was like wow you know i was on the radio at KNC with me oh, and yeah. DJ Damage you know uh during that during that same oh, period. My. You know, during that same period. In fact, in fact, Duke, you used to come up to me and you used to always tell me, Yo, man, you know I still had those tapes from eighty eight point one?
4: Yeah, man. Yeah, eighty eight was like life changing mm-hmm. for me. I actually I say it in the story at some point, maybe I don't know, maybe like third chapter or I think it's like the third chapter, but I talk about how I looked at the people that I would hear on K and C, like I like my I didn't even think about like I want to be famous. I was like I want to be mm-hmm. on K and C. Like to me, that was the first step, you know, before you got anywhere because it was Yak Fu yeah. and mm-hmm. it was Seventh Tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: it was trees, Saint Kofi. Saint Kofi, trees. It was. Can we say the uh, Sankofa portion? Okay, no, we're not doing that. We're we not doing that today. I'm just can saying. We're not. We're not doing saying 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 that today.
2: That they were in the scene. I'm just saying okay. Okay. that they were doing on the scene. Don't, by, don't by, don't by the way, by the way, Josh.
1: Josh, look, man, you won't the only one. Okay, Stefan sucked as a rapper. I'm just saying.
4: I know. I mean, listen. No disrespect to him, but the the other thing is that I try my hardest. Like. You know, not to disrespect anybody in the story. I was just saying at the time, like, obviously, we're kind of talking about random parts of the story. And thank you guys for listening, because that obviously
1: shows.
4: Um, all I have is ears, because ha- I'm not telling it. <laughs> That's my own currency. Um, but, yeah, there was a, a thing when uh, Sankofa and I were, like, battling for uh, the chance to open up the um, Super Jam, mm-hmm. the 102 Super Jam. So uh, I didn't win. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, they but, won, uh, but they didn't win. They didn't win either. So
4: I know that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I with think.
3: that, that that brings me to one of our questions. So the, there's a lot of characters, air quotes, in this oh, book. Yeah. Did you have the support of some and not have the support of others? Like in your your, your whole you, relationship like, and interaction with Ninth Wonder is very interesting to me because very he's a very. he's a friend of mine. So I was. And just did you just not have the support of some people or have they not had a glimpse of it or?
4: Nobody. I didn't even ask because it's all guerrilla style. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, bringing up ninth wonder, if you listen all the way through, there will be a surprise. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There will be a surprise in relationship. <laughs> to- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but we're we're good.
5: Is the Mm -hmm. spoiler good? Good.
3: It's
5: it's amazing that part too, because Mm. our our community is so small. Everybody Mm -hmm. has a cane story. Everybody has a nice wonder story. Everybody has a yagfu front story. Everybody has these stories. You took your story. And you tell it to everybody from your perspective. Yeah, but all right. of us have our own extensions. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, right. like. I don't even know if you realize it. They were at the same Malapalooza we were yeah. when we met, um, yeah. George Clay. Oh, Everybody's we sitting in this we, room. Actually, me and my, me and my
3: girl Elisa got like, for lack of a better word, solicited by this man to sell because his his, his <laughs> he was at he was at a he had a vendor booth a food vendor booth there. And he actually asked us when we walked by to help him because his workers didn't show up. So, like, for a couple oh, wow. of hours during that whole festival, we were slinging barbecue.
5: Wow. Yeah, I mean, th- like I said, your story is everybody's yeah. story. You, you, you do not, I don't, because because you live in New York now. And I'm here still in North Carolina, and I'm talking to everybody who's listening to the podcast. They they having these extension stories, these other stories. Raheem tell, talks about, you know, when you and Twip ran into each other in New York and things like that. It right. is it's just it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. yeah. Yep. Thanks, man. In the flavor spot. That's the Thank first you. place
3: I would go when I went to Greensboro. Elisa and Nikki would yeah. meet me there at the flavor spot.
1: Yeah, so. I, I mean, yeah. when you name dropped omniscience, man, I was like, damn. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot <laughs> about that kid. cat, yo.
4: He was cool as shit. I remember hearing a sampler tape for the first time. It was hosted by Big Cat. And my head almost exploded. I couldn't believe that he was a local artist. Because, I mean, he was signed at the time. He was signed to uh, was East signed West to... Atlantic.
1: Oh, okay. okay.
4: And um, he had a, a sampler tape hosted by Big Cat. And I heard it in Flavor Spot in Greensboro. And I couldn't believe it because, to me, the music was on, like, another level than what I was making. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In my mind, at least, like I was like, oh man, like my music does not sound like that. So, uh, you know, again, it was more inspiration. I was like, holy shit, this dude is like from here. Mm-hmm. He's like signed to a major label. It was unbelievable. Like, it was just kind of, to me, that was like, at the time, at least, it had me feeling like, wow, maybe I can't actually do this because there's always doubt. You're you know going mean? you to make it after funny. all. It was big, you know? Things, big, things, big things.
3: So, speaking of sampler tapes, will there be a memoir mixtape? Mixtape. I've had people <laughs> ask me, like, they want to hear yeah. these songs because you took care um, not to put you, a lot of your songs and right. I'm at chapter, like, 15. You took care okay. not to put a lot of your songs, but people want to hear those
4: okay so basically um probably um so last week i put volumes one and 2.1 of my mixtapes on dat piff i was actually uploading the chat the um i basically play snippets of an entire mixtape at the end of chapter 18 the last chapter that came out uh friday Mm -hmm. for those listening I drop a new uh, chapter every Friday and I'm up to 18. I'm up to 18, 18, 18. 18. 18. 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, yeah, so I'm putting, I'm putting star Wars on there as well. And then my plan is because yes, um, people who have been listening um, have been asking me like, I want to hear these songs. I want to hear these songs. So I'm probably just going to go back and pick out every song that I reference That's just like an original song as opposed to like a
5: freestyle um, no, and th- put, no, no, throw the, the Freestyle's on there too, y'all. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing oh, what it. What are you doing? Because I was a little salty, man, on the ASAP uh, chapter. I mean, you talk about this incredible oh, song that it. beats out Nas and R. Kelly for the number one right. spot, and then you don't play right. it at all. Oh, of course, people are like, man. "What the
0: hell? Right. What is this song?" Yo, Josh, you should, this, you, song you should see this.
5: You should see this dude's like, face. He's angry right now, like for real. He's angry. Because to us. I'm sorry.
4: I'm no, sorry. I was just to say it, it was intentional because the whole thing about this was like, I never wanted it to be like a sneaky way to still try, try to be a famous rapper. Like that wasn't the goal. It was really about the story. So as I was making it, I mean, I didn't have it all. Um, I didn't have it all scripted out. Like, I mean, obviously the, the book was written, and I was reading the book, but um, I didn't have it planned out musically. I was kind of just going along as I – and I was like, oh, okay. This would be a place I could actually put like the mixtape in here. You know what I'm saying? Um, at the end of chapter 20, I play a full song. At the end of like 17, I think I played a freestyle, like a, like a, a Jay-Z, Dear Summer uh, takeoff I did called Dear Industry. Mm-hmm. And then like I said, I, I so I went back like and I put the, the freestyles out, like the mixtapes and stuff, but it just that, that's why I didn't do it. It just wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. You didn't want really in on my that. mind. I
5: understand that. I understand that.
4: But but like I said, in hindsight, the beauty of this like not being like a real thing that somebody put out. I mean, I put it out. I recorded in my basement on Garage Band, I put it on the internet. So listen, if if somebody's like, yo, I want to hear the song, and I then five people tell me, Great, I'll put the song out. Whatever. I've been emailing the song. Some people well, like DM me and be like, "Yo, that Capital W joint, man. You got, yo, give me your email. I'll send it to you. I don't care. Like, it's not. It's like I said. I just didn't want to use this as like, I'm just kidding.
5: Fifty year old rapper type stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <I feel you. laughs> just, please listen to my demo. Uh.
4: So yeah. So I think I'm gonna do like a uh, um uh why it'll never be a rapper soundtrack kind of thing and just play like every song that I reference along the way.
3: You know, our generation um, loves a fucking soundtrack. We live mm-hmm. for a soundtrack. They don't do that.: no <laughs> no Yeah, it's true. The soundtrack be different than the actual movie.: that. It's a dying
1: breed.
5: Yeah, you know? it, is. yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. it is.: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: What's the matter uh, of fact, talking about soundtracks? What's your favorite soundtrack? Of all time: Of all time <sighs> That's hard, man.: I, do it the I, know, time. I know I know yeah. right? Wow. All right. All right, man. all right, give me your top three.
4: Okay, I'm just going to say the top three that pop into my mind. I don't know how factual these are, because mm-hmm. I'll think of one later and be like, oh, that one's way better. Um, Belly yes. was big. Yeah. Um, New Jersey Drive was big. Yes.
1: Well slept on. Yes. Yes. I said yes. that well before. Slept well on. slept yeah. on. Yeah. Go ahead,
2: throw a little Boomerang um, in there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, boomerang was good. Yeah. Boomerang
4: <laughs> was good. That was like heavy R&B. But if you really want uh, to... Hip hop, I don't know. I'm gonna think of it. I should just look through
5: my iTunes and see what's still there. Um, uh, New Jack City. Yeah. New Jack City was crazy. <laughs> Love Jones. <laughs> <They're> like, Jones. <laughs> yeah. Colors. Colors, Colors yes. was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My shit. Yeah. Colors was more yeah. my shit. Yeah. High School Lives though. Oh yes, yeah. it was. Oh yes. Oh, oh, and um, the show. The show. Yeah. The yeah. show yeah. was crazy too. I mean, oh. it was incredible. Oh, but, we, but we've named nothing of this millennium. Nothing. No. <laughs> not as a soundtrack, no. you
3: know? Nope.
1: Yeah.
5: I, think the, I think
2: the last like album I bought that was a soundtrack was the Black Dynamite soundtrack. And that, and that yeah, has nothing yeah, to do with rap yeah, yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the well, I, um, I the Black Panther, Panther, Panther soundtrack was yeah. 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 super Panther dope. Is yeah. You yeah. I did not buy the album. I
5: did not do that. You didn't listen to it? Oh, yeah, I mean, like Panther I listened to it. I mean, I didn't copy he prints Batman that thing out. I gotta give it to him. He, he did. He incredibly. He did an incredible job. He did. Yeah, he did. that's a so, good soundtrack. So actually. what's
3: on? What's what new artists? Artists are on your playlist. Artists I said <laughs> artists. Artist I said artist it's um, been a long day.
4: In terms of like the new generation, I mean, I can't imagine anybody doesn't like Kendrick Lamar. He's so good. Um. So Kendrick is big. I think that literally every album he's released is is Five Mics. That's an old reference in itself. Yeah. Um, it um, I like J Cole. I would say that I like him even more than I like his music, which I know sounds weird. My but kids like, don't really
3: dig J Cole. It makes me
5: angry. <laughs> I don't love. I don't big love his music. Oh, he's, A journalist he... Big Ghost used to call him Diet Drizzy. I mean but, but he
1: said it himself. He's in that you know he's you know he's in that middle ground. So yeah.
5: Yeah,
4: he's a good mm-hmm. rapper. Um, you know what I really like lately is uh J.I.D. from uh Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's super dope. He's like a really, really good rapper and he sings too, which is like, you know, everybody does now. But um you know, not, not to be uh Captain Obvious, but I really, really hate most of what's out now. How old are your kids? Because you know what? Here's the main thing that I don't understand, right? So hip hop is is an aggressive form of music, right? I mean, I almost look like it doesn't matter like if, it's, if you're talking about hard beginnings or whatever it is. It kind of comes from a place of like getting the anger out. It's like punk, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, we're used to like the, the 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 tough talk, the drug talk, the gun talk, but now they're singing at each other, which I think is the weirdest. It's like West Side Story.
3: <laughs> I want to be an America.
4: So, it's like, literally, like West Side Story was like about gangs, and then they would see each other and get up, get into the dance battles, and that's exactly what what's going on now. It's like. Why are they singing at each other? It, like, it, it doesn't compute in my ears. That's the thing I, I really can't wrap my head around. Like, it's, How do they take that, that seriously when they're doing the tough talk and the drug-selling talk and the gun talk, but they're singing
5: it? It's so weird to me. It's, it's like those two don't go together. It's just the evolution. It's the drugs. It. That's the way I look at it. It's just the evolution of music. The <laughs> evolution. Well, it, yeah, And you can look at it like that too Actually actually, I
1: heard, I heard Ir- Irv Gotti put it in a different way Which was uh, you know, th- This is the way they take in This is the way they take in hip hop And express it because uh, They have to Find their path Okay exactly. because there's no way They could follow our path Okay yeah, our right. path was just they too can. dope they Well, well they it's not help. just
5: that The world that created our hip hop doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Right. The crack sling, yeah. right. the the misogynistic world, the the homophobic world, this this world that created our hip hop does not exist anymore. It's a it's a, yeah. uh, it's of unpopular opinion and it's of you know you you it, it's a lot of songs that were great songs back then. That if you brought out now the people be like, no, we can't play that on the put radio. put it in your or mouth? Or, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah put yeah. it in yeah. your mouth. Okay yeah.
2: But you know it, you know a lot of these cats now are just, you know, they're depressed. So it's a lot of depression. There's a lot of you know, a lot of, a lot of, trying to get my feelings out type shit. You yeah. know, a real sensitive motherfuckers like Ralph Tresvent, You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like... <laughs> that rap instead so, of saying... Exactly. So yeah. I'm going to hit you with some hardcore lyrics, but at the same time, I'm a sensitive yeah. thug. You feel me? So. <laughs> <laughs> they all need hugs. They all need hugs. <laughs> it, it,
5: it's amazing. I was basically offended when I first watched that video. Watched the, the first time I saw that interview with Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi Vert, and they talking about how they don't freestyle. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. my generation understands it and things like that. And it was amazing just to watch because there was a time where, even if you were a popular rapper and you had a record deal and your song was the most bubblegum lollipop joint, I'd catch them backstage and they'd get in the cypher and they would kick a rap and you'd be like, your mouth would be open like, oh my God. This is incredible. Yeah. Tone Lok said it best. Don't nobody want to hear Tone Lok rap. They wanna hear Funky Komadina. Mm. They wanna hear right. you know. they wanna hear Wild Thing. But Tone Lok can really rap. He can yeah. really rap. But you know, but that, that world don't exist no more. I mean, you, you don't used have to, to actually rap. be able
3: to sing too. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, right I think that. this oh, yeah. this generation is so fluid, like with dress and sexuality and music and everything just kinda mushed together. My kids are teenagers, so we have They have definitely exposed me to some stuff. And I think I did a good job. Like, you know, my kid wears a Nas t shirt. I had a single teardrop. But (laughs) still, they're so, and and like we talked about before, it's such easy access. Mm. So the pool of what they have available is larger, kind of, than what we had. But it all sounds similar because they're all making it on their phones or they're all making it on their computers as opposed to having to go and dig and find and
5: deconstruct and reconstruct. Well, the way I I look at that is like...
3: Fucking beat packs. Beat (laughs) packs.
5: (laughs) Well, okay, our generation was all about individuality. And every generation after the generation rebels against its previous generation. Mm. So because our generation was all about individuality, whereas their generation is all about conformity.
3: Well, yeah, you're right. Because but, our parents' generation, they had all the doo-wops, and they all looked the same. They sound the same. There are very few that, you know, kind of rose above that cream yeah, at the top. But, yeah, yeah they all, like, were, were similar, and they flipped. So hopefully my grandkids will flip it back.
4: Yeah yeah no, it it uh, of...
2: don't get it twisted i mean when das effect came out there was a whole bunch of miggity, miggity, thank you thank you thank you i mean
1: we i mean i mean each look each generation has had their costumes oh definitely okay each generation has had their costumes
3: like some dude i was in an internet argument and some dude was talking about what's the boy with the under just got out of jail with the rainbow hair what's his name
5: Oh, Takashi yeah. 69. Yeah. yeah.
3: So he puts up a picture. It's like, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. I went back to the internet and I pulled a picture of Humpty Hump and this nigga had on a blue velour jacket hey. and a fucking blue nose.
5: Hey. Yeah. I did the same thing with somebody showed a picture of, uh, I forgot what rapper he showed, but I showed a picture of the Soul Sonic Force. And mm-hmm. I was like, look what they got on. Right, and, and it's what's interesting is they said they got their style from George Clinton.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. You know, yeah. it's amazing. I mean it's amazing. We, we we try to we make jokes and look at this stuff and take it like ha, 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 look at that fool there. But we don't look at the big picture. We
3: do not like how it fits it into the overall money. progression and, and,
1: actually, and actually that's that was like an ex- excellent segue. Uh Josh, the yes, George sir. Clinton episode, man. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. dude i i i had to pull over my car i, I was laughing like way hard especially <laughs> you know, it yo know, especially the you know the story of the shadiness of george was it george clinton's nephew yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying and the funniest part about that to me was you know that is once again, it's a shared experience with somebody that's that's trying to get into the business and the vultures that are out there that's there to uh, you know uh, fuck with you and take your money.
4: Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got an expert right there in the room because he, co- <laughs> he was a co-star. <laughs> he was a co-star that chapter. Let's, um yeah, it was crazy. I
3: mean, Sam, would you introduce yourself and then? Tell how you fit Into this whole thing Cause I don't think We did that
5: oh, Well uh, Sim Swells A.K.A. Freestyle Chicken A.K.A. Sarkista, A.K.A. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying Father of two You know it, it, you know, Love you bear Love you baby Sonya hey How you doing <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> hey, That's how we did Back in the day We had a thousand aliases No but um, Okay uh, me and Josh met in the mall. If you've heard, if you've heard, we met before that, but we really got down in the mall and we uh, we melded on a whole different level. We're friends to this day. We're family. He's like my brother. And, you know, even when the music dissolved between us, we've always, always had similar tastes in music. Mm-hmm. Now, it, 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 when Josh was coming of age and started going to the clubs and started seeing these different, it started, um, we started getting to that point where we could actually make some progression. There's so many uh, bad experiences I had with cats offering, you know, when I was dancing, I used to dance for Yachtville, Frank. Mm-hmm. You know, I was half of the refreshments, you know, and, I'm, <laughs> and but you <laughs> know, everybody in the industry knows these deals. They know that there's people out there who's trying to be a vulture. They know people out there who's, who wants to, I've heard so many bad stories about Guys who actually had talent and guys who wanted to meet them and they and the middleman would say, well, if you put put this much money in my hand, I'll put you in the room with this guy. Mm -hmm. So because I had that bad taste in my mouth, my daddy said it best. Usually when somebody says it's a deal, that's why they call it a deal, because it sounds so good. So you can't just jump at everything somebody offers at you. So, of course, we get this guy on the phone. He's never heard not one song from us, but he already wants a percentage. I mean that. Does, nowadays, when you're young and you're impressionable, you don't give a damn. Just George Clinton to get on wants to sign it. right, right, right. But when you get older and you look back at it, you wouldn't tell your kid, "Take no deal." Hell, no, nah, don't take no deal like that. And daylight
3: La still deal, <laughs> dealing with that shit today. Every,
5: yeah. It's a lot of guys out there never got paid, never dealing with it. I mean, yeah. never, never, never gonna reap the fruits of their labor. Mm-hmm. It's some of the greatest hip hop that we listen to right now in our generation from the '80s and '90s. We, we these people never received a check and every re- check that they did receive they had to pay back for going on the road and paying for rooms and they go and, and run up a bill of champagne on their stuff and charge them back for it there's a a thousand a million bad stories in retrospect you know now that I'm older and looking back I, I should have been one of those guys. Uh, <laughs> just for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Just, just for a
3: little while. while just get a Bentley in the driveway, you know.
5: But,
3: Even though I had to give it back.
5: But I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I when we we and Josh talked about this one time, we had a pretty good life because there are people who did what we did, and some of them are, um, are, are in drug induced mm-hmm. comas. Or so they are they're dead, dead up to or their, in jail, yeah. or and they, they went the same route we did with almost getting famous and meeting so many people. Shoot, they've gone past what we have and got the deal and got the single on the radio and got the, yeah. the whole 360, and, and they was moving forward, and somebody messed around and raped some chick in your entourage, and now you go on the Rikers Island, and you're sitting in there with a $50,000 worth of gold teeth and gold-colored hair. You can't do nothing. When yeah. you get out of right. it. It happens.
4: It happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, <clears throat> there are not a lot of stories in the book about that exact thing happening. There are a few though. Um, you know, whether it's me or somebody else. Uh one example would be um when I met like big dudes from Sporty big Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Um there's a whole chapter about that and you know, it's all alleged. I can't I can't comment on <laughs> whether or not what he said was true, um, you know, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's real, man. And um, the George Clinton thing happened when I was in high school. So that sort of set the stage for <laughs> the frustration to come, I guess you'd say. <laughs> I mean,
2: but you
3: took it as a learning experience and you applied that to moving forward mm. and didn't really get caught up. Like a lot of people get caught up. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it could be worse because, I mean, again, a lot like Sim said, I mean, a lot of people, I remember situations to where like, you know, maybe I would be one of a couple people sort of vying for a spot like, yo, send me some music
0: because so, we're
4: putting this thing together and then I, I don't get chosen. And I'm thinking in my head like, yeah, that sucks because now they're going to go and I'm not. And, you know, now none of us are anywhere. So it doesn't matter in the first place. (laughs) They just had a bad experience thinking, you know, that they were going to, you know, do the thing. And the whole time I was I kept the job and, you know, had to work and looked at it like, damn, this sucks. Like, I don't get to, like, actually say, like, yes, I made it. I'm a rapper now. I signed my deal. I don't have to go to work tomorrow like that never happened. But I'm in the same place as the ones who who did get to say that. So it's kind of like, you know, that that's kind of part of the whole story as well just that
1: like you know yo the fact Uh, the fact that you just mentioned job okay just made me think of something all right uh
4: yeah
1: fonte doing the forward yeah yeah how did you approach him on that
4: so fonte is my boy um we were actually like real real cool um basically i know fonte you know, from the local scene, he, you know, he's not that much younger than me. He's actually only like two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's not. Obviously, he's from Greensboro, went to Central. And the first time I ever met him was when I judged a freestyle battle.
5: Um, it, it, I don't remember combat? where. I think it was a while somewhere. It was. A, but It was at the Cat's Cradle, wasn't it? Oh, Verbal oh, it wasn't yeah. that one. It was the one at Duke.
1: Oh, God, the one at Duke, okay. It,
5: it wasn't either of those. It oh, was yeah. another okay. one. <laughs> now, nah, Bro, was
4: DJing and uh, Bum Rush put it together, mm. and um, I was one of the judges. And I remember Fonte walked in the door. I will never forget this. He walked in the door. I mean, like music playing and everything, and just screaming
0: like, "Who wants some of this shit? I fuck everybody ass up in here, man. Can't and nobody dead. fuck with me." did like, like from the door. It was every uh, fucking oh, time. That was and the one dead. at
5: Duke, I believe. That was the one at Duke. Mm. It wasn't you sure? I, the one at Duke. I remember that. I believe that was the one to do. I'm not sure. Yo, it was so sure. funny. And I don't know why, but it didn't even strike me as like,
4: who is this clown? It didn't strike me like that at all. I was like, this dude is crazy. Like, this is crazy.
3: I want to know him. Um,
4: so, uh, I don't remember who he battled or whatever, but I think maybe it was um, Josh Gunn, but, um, yeah, it was. It was, uh, the, the finals was him and, and Josh Gunn. And I remember the other two judges thought that josh should have won and we were voting on it and i was sitting i was the only rapper on the panel and i was like are you crazy like this dude is unbelievable like i couldn't i couldn't believe how good he was because i just you know it's whatever like whatever i'm from durham i thought everything you know inside of durham was what i knew <laughs> like that was the whole world um but i you know i'd never met this dude and i heard him rap, and he blew me away and that was when we first met fast forward a couple years later I get a job at South Point Mall right before I moved to New York. Um, I, on my lunch break, run into Fonte. He's wearing a suit. I'm wearing a suit. We start dying laughing. You know, he work, He works at Belks in the Tommy figure department. I'm in Nordstrom in the women's shoes. We thought it was the funniest thing of all time because we're like, you know, two guys in the scene and whatever else. You're telling the whole um, but we're just us. regular shit. And um, over the years, you know, we always stayed cool like – uh, whenever he was in New York, mm-hmm. uh, he would like let me know, like even when they were signed to Atlantic, you know, one time he got me into um, SOBs, called me up on stage. It's not even in the book, actually, but he called me up on stage in the book, uh, excuse me, in real life. And uh, they were like already signed and doing their show or whatever. And they were yo, everybody, come on out. I got to rap at SOBs, which was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckshot was there. Uh, you know, he dap me up when I got off stage. So I was like, oh, my God, because Buckshot was like a crazy like um, – early influence for me um but yeah so basically when it came to it um he and I stayed cool over the years and there's something that you'll hear about in the last chapter it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter like I don't care but believe it or not this dude called me Mm -hmm. I hadn't spoken to him in a long time he called me like maybe three years ago Mm -hmm. out of the blue I wake up in the middle of the night like four in the morning he had texted me at, at 12 and was like yo, it's Tiggler. Is this still a good number for you? And I'm like, oh, uh. so I text him back. I'm like, yo, what's up? Of course we'll go to sleep. I wake up the next day. I'm super anxious. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like he's reaching out to me for like a reason. This dude like, talking, you know, tells me he's like um, the the creators of How I Met Your Mother were um, asked him to help them write a show about like 40 plus year old rappers who was trying to give it another shot. What? And he said, I want to be like, I was like, yo, you. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool. All right, so here's a short version. Ready? Ready. Uh, me and Ponte are cool. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> when he heard, when I told him about what it was that I was making, he basically said, let me know if there's anything I can do. Uh-huh. Um, if you want me to do voices or whatever. And I said, you want to do the forward? And he said, sure and he wrote it and it was incredible and he recorded it for me and that was it bong bong oh, that was dope yo for
1: real yo uh josh man thank you for hanging out yep. with us today bro yeah
4: absolutely yeah well, thank you for having me guys look, i appreciate it and
1: yeah, man look you're welcome but of course you're welcome back in any time yo tell our folks where to find you man
4: All right. Awesome. So um, you can find it on um, Apple Podcasts, uh, which is the purple app on your iPhone or on SoundCloud. And basically all you have to do is look up why you'll never be a rapper. Before you can finish that, it should come up, um, especially on Apple. And you can subscribe to it. Like I said, it's a weekly podcast. It's um, 27 weeks total. I'm up to 18 now. Every Friday I drop a new chapter and hopefully you dig it.
3: And one last thing. What's next? Are you are, are you done?
4: Um, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't planned it yet. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully it can lead to me making more cool shit. That's pretty much what I want to do. It's not about money. It's not about career. You know, it's not all make or break for me like trying to be a rapper was. So it's just, you know, hopefully it'll lead to me having the opportunity to do more cool shit. and People listen and that's it. You a know?
3: leisurely stroll exactly. through dope shit. <laughs>
1: Josh, what's his name? Leverquiz. Thank you, my man. Thank you so thank
4: much. Thank you. I really appreciate it, guys. For real.
1: Be good, my man.
4: Happy birthday again. Yeah, happy, happy, belated. Birthday. Hey, man. happy
1: belated. Happy belated.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I really you appreciate say? it. Quanta, you going to sing?
3: Go ahead and sing the Man a Birthday song.
1: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday.
3: It.
5: Dear Josh,
1: happy birthday to you. Wow, anyway, that was special for you, my man.
5: Word. That was unbelievable. A serenade from the senorita.
4: Yeah, wow. <laughs> that was unbelievable. No, you're right, I'm our manager. Um, that's not wow. funny, Thank Sammy. You so much, that's Sorry. not funny. Sorry. Yeah. No, that was amazing. Yeah. Be good, my man. Alright, see ya. Alright guys.
2: Bye Take care. Hey y'all. Take it easy.